drinking, you guys. Sorry, I was doing some research, but I'm starting, uh, you guys need to catch up, pretty much. You need to catch up. Welcome to yet another fabulous episode of Say It With Me. Bring it deep, deep in your chest, diaphragm even. Pageants and Prosecco! I always wonder if I need this thing in. Nonetheless, welcome back. I appreciate you guys tuning in every single day this month as I work to highlight another woman of color who have achieved success in the pageant world during the Black Pageant Herstory series here on the podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you have your glasses. I had to dig deep for this person, so I started pouring up because I was going to do somebody else today, but I said, no, that's a little bit too easy. Let me see if I can do some research. And I actually did some research, and I started sipping and sipping and sipping. I was doing some research, research, research. And now here we are right now today. If you are listening on the same day that I am recording this, happy Tuesday. It's All-Star Weekend, and it's Valentine's Day weekend, so it's kind of buzzing over here in Chicago. Everybody's trying to see how they can get into All-Star. I was low-key scammed. I did some tickets. It's a hot mess, and it's starting early. It's, it's just weird. Like, having All-Star and Valentine's Day, Day weekend is just... It's going to be lit, but apparently Megan Thee Stallion is having her birthday in Chicago, and if I'm not sure, her birthday is in February, or I thought it was in March, but nonetheless, it's busy over here if you guys are listening, and it's cold, and it's kind of snowy, so it's going to be an interesting weekend, but happy Tuesday. Today, I am drinking on... Another cheap wine, one of my favorites, is Winking Owl. It's from Aldi's. Don't judge me. Okay, don't come over here and judge me. This is a Cabernet, so it's color coordinated. The owl is purple on the bottle. <laughs> the owl's purple on the bottle, but I love Winking Owl because it costs $2.30, and it's really good. A lot of cheap wine, and of course I have my straw. A lot of cheap wine, um have arsenic in it you guys so if you do buy wine that's cheap check to see one thing that I always look for when it comes to cheap wines and I'll grab my soapbox and I'll hop down in a second is how many um how how widespread can you find it you know if you see the same bottle of wine in every single store you go into that means either they're making a whole bunch of wine or they just got like six million acres or they're paying other people to make wine for them um but nonetheless or they're making a lot of juice and filling it with arsenic and sugar and water not saying everybody's doing it but you guys know you know a lot of the name brand stuff the things that make fun of people for drinking you can find good cheap wine. Like I said, this Aldi's one, this Winking Owl. I think it's, it strictly is Aldi's. And Aldi's brand, so it's not like it's everywhere. I don't know how many, um, it's cases. So if a winery has like 3 million cases 
and a case is 12 bottles. If a winery has 3 million cases going out a quarter, you know, that's, just imagine how many gallons of wine that is. So it's 187 milli, no, that's wrong. It's 750 milliliters in a bottle. You know, a case is 12, that times 12, you know. I'm not a math person, but just, it's a lot of wine, you know, and it's hard to control the quality at such a large volume. So that's why I, I steer away from the stuff that might have a foot on it or an Australian bouncing tiger animal on it because it's probably fake. And as you drink more wine, you know, not e- not even expensive bottles. Some best wines are like, mm, for a cheap wine kind of store like myself, because I go through bottles so fast, <laughs> I don't spend more than $7 on a bottle because that's not a good return on my investment at all, especially if I'm going through it in, you know, 18 hours. Don't judge me. But still, I'm not going to drop a lot of money on a bottle of wine if I'm just sipping through it throughout the day. Now, if I'm sharing a bottle with some friends, five people over, then I will go for something that's higher quality to me as someone who studies wine, and I know this would be a better option. But if you are just, if you drink a lot of cheap stuff, your palate, your tongue, your taste adapts to that, you know, we're an adapter. So if you drink wines that taste better, well, whatever better to you tastes, if you taste wine of a higher quality, your taste buds will adapt to that. And I know a lot of people say they like their sweet wines. I feel like I, I go on this whole little conversation all the time with my friends. But I know people say they like their sweet wines, like their Moscatos and whatnot. And I can't do nothing about that. It's just more so you might just like the taste of juice or you like the taste of pop and you want something with alcohol in it that's sophisticated that tastes similar to juice and pop that's not what wine is it's a different type of beverage it's like as if you want sugary tea because you want the tea to taste like your kool-aid no it's tea and it's kool-aid if i want something sweet and sugary i'll go for kool-aid wine is not even like a sophisticated drink is wine is a is a sip and um enjoy type of drink and it's going to have a fuller taste to it and a fuller flavor because it's like a evening i guess it is kind of like a snobby mood to it but it's not something made to just be taken shots of it's made to be enjoyed and savored which with each sip because a lot of winemakers do a lot to get that grape out of the ground first of all pinot noir is one of the hardest grape vines to grow and wines to make especially depending on climate but for them you gotta look at it as wine is a farming industry and that product of farming is our wine and they're farming grapes i didn't realize it like that because i come from the city but when i think of farms i think of like dairy and corn i'm in illinois or soybeans but i never thought about it as grapes and so, more of the story, people, farmers, actually have a love for farming, or winemakers have a love for making wine. So they'll either do everything, start from the vine, make the grape, go from the juice, into the bottle, 
into your glass or they'll buy the juice from somebody or they're buy the juice in the bottle and just put their name on the label. And you got to consider all of that when it goes into your purchases. So if I'm a Buku billionaire and I'm able to snap, slap my name on 12,000 different um, wineries supply of wine, you know, I had no, I don't know what the quality is like. I just know I'm paying these people to make some wine. Here's my name. As opposed to the smaller winemakers who put a lot of TLC into their wine. You got to just watch documentaries on it. Once you watch like Psalm, it's on Netflix. It's called S-O-M-M, Psalm. It's sort of a sommelier. Psalm, and there's another one. I can't think of it. But just watch the art of winemaking, and then you're appreciating more of what you're drinking. You know, so that way it's not... That way you can appreciate the drier wines because you can see the process as opposed to just liking sweet stuff because you want an alcoholic spiked Kool-Aid. Not just that too, but there's other sweet wines besides Moscato. That part. Like Riesling is nice. Riesling out of Washington or Germany. There's a sweet one as a dry one. And a Gertz is short for Gertzmeier, Gertzheimer. Out of Germany, that's also sweet. Everybody has their version of Moscato. Um, Moscato Diasti, D apostrophe A-S-T-I. You might see it from the Asti region of Italy. That's the even sweeter one, and that one actually kind of, it's like a, it's like a white grape juice, more taste to it. That one, it's a good one. Um, Moscato Diasti is like apple juice to me. Bubbly apple juice. But nonetheless, it exists. And Sauternes, those are kind of expensive. Um, but it's from France. That's France's version. It smells really like oil, like nasty. But it tastes like candy. I remember when I first took a sip, it was just like gummy, gummy worms. Like literally like gummy worms. Ugh. But it's so expensive. You might see them at the store. They're smaller. They're golden bottles. S-A-U-T-E-R-N-E-S, Sauternes. Um... But they're probably like $40 for a 187 milliliter. Nonetheless, it's sweet. But France and Italy really make wine. Like, they really make wine. Here in America, the winemaking industry just started really in the last 50 years, you guys. 50 to 60 years, wine was just made in America. That's why, you know, we still ain't got everything together like they do. Because the monks was making wine over there in, in France. I can go on a whole little episode on wine for you guys. But nonetheless, please, I will post recommendations of some wine on the website, pageantsoprosecco.com. One day soon, I'll get to it and give you guys some recommendations on some cheap stuff up to expensive stuff, too. And there's some sweet wine. Camus is $70. You might see it's a big bottle. It's not really big, but it has a yellow label, C-A-Y-M-U-S, Camus. It's 70 bucks. It's probably like... The one everyone wants to try in the wine world, but they can't afford it. Um, it's like a celebration wine. Oh, I'm going to buy this guy at Camus for his promotion. And I hear that's one of the sweetest wines, and it's red. Because that's what Americans like, just sweet. You have a sweeter palate. I'm always eating candy. <laughs> Nonetheless, like I said, my glass costs. This glass that I have out of the $2 bottle probably is... 79 cents 
worth of wine in my glass and it's good like i said it's winking owl and it even shows you where it's from too it is a lot of california wines i think i gotta raise my eyebrows here not necessarily because the one with the tangy nope 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 never mind i take that back take that back um let's get started on this episode why don't we Today, I have a fabulous person who I am going to highlight for my Black Pageant series. My Black Pageant Her Story series. Let me go ahead and take a sip. Today, after doing some research, like I said, I was going to do somebody else who is internationally known. But I said, this is too easy. Let me actually do some research. And I did. And I found out about cg dodds miss international 2011 cg dodds esquire pardon me and she won representing maryland miss international 2011 she was the first black woman to win that title she's an alum of howard university school of law and she got her undergrad at the university of north carolina she got a degree in journalism. Her platform while she was competing as Miss Maryland and then as um, for Miss International, her platform was literacy. And she called it Just Read, Fighting Illiteracy Starts With Your First Book. Love it. I want illiteracy as a platform because I love reading. It's just hard for me to finish a book. I just love buying books and starting them. It's so hard to finish. Nonetheless, I, I do finish some, but I just get addicted to buying new ones or looking up new ones. And I just, I love buying new books. Because of CG's platform, Ask Miss Maryland International, before she even won national, she was named the official ambassador for our first book, which is a national nonprofit organization providing books and grants to schools and organizations. As Miss International 2011, she brought in her partnership and brought books and to and reading rooms to children across the country. So far, um, according to when this was published during her reign, she partnered with 500 preschool and elementary school children, and she gave them their very own books. She also partnered with Reach Out and Read. To establish reading areas in local hospitals, providing families with a fun diversion from the real purpose of their visits. When she was asked about her passions for reading, youth literacy, and book ownership, this is what she said. You guys ready? Let me take a sip and then I'll quote it. She said, At 13 years old, I lost a very close friend of mine. She did not die, she did not move. Her mother unknowingly signed away her parental rights because she could not read. Until that moment, I thought everyone was like me and read every night before going to bed. I never knew there were people without access to books or a parent who could read them bedtime stories. This tragedy taught me that literacy is an essential skill that can mean the difference between life of poverty and dependence and prosperity and empowerment. I am so glad I received my first book and developed a love of reading. 
and I plan to pass the importance of reading and my love for books on to others. End quote. Oh, isn't that just so sad? <sighs> it's, just, it's just tough to grasp, you know, what a, what a cruel world that we live in and how fortunate you are, you know, just to be able to read. Just to be able to read. So obviously, this is the Miss International pageant at the time. Um, well, it's in Chicago. It was in Skokie. It's in North Suburbs. But this is the Miss International pageant that's based here in the United States. They have interview, fitness, the fun fashion wear, and evening gown. And CG at the time had on a gown from La Casa Hermosa, and she won best evening gown during the preliminary awards. And then she was also made appearance at Maryland Fashion Week during the gala. She works as an attorney in Washington, D.C. as a JD, like I said, from Howard. And she has a degree in journalism and mass communications, like I said, from the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill. And I had to do some research because I did not know about CG and her win. But it was held in Chicago, in Skokie. It was two hours long. It had 50 contestants. And she beat them all. Congratulations, CG. So, if you guys know another woman of color that I can highlight on the podcast, send me an email. Either one, info at pageantsandprosecco.com or pageantsandprosecco at gmail.com or slide into my DMs. Pageants and Prosecco on Instagram or on Twitter at Pageants and Wine because apparently Pageants and Prosecco is too long for a Twitter handle. Thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode and hearing my wine rant. I tell it to my friends all the time. I probably would say it a few more times on this episode, but if you guys need some wine, um, if you guys need some wine tips and just tricks and just little know-hows I can make an epi- a thing on it for the website because I don't want you guys out here getting arsenic in your blood and stuff because you like to indulge in a glass or two or three every night so it's not good for the human spirit but thank you guys so much for tuning in I appreciate it and stay tuned this week I am dropping some episodes for you that you're going to enjoy part two of the best pageant moments of the decade is dropping on Friday it's going to be a goodie make sure you have two glasses again for part two. Until then, I'll catch you guys later. Peace.